I dug into the archives and I found another Justin and Mercedes episode, this time delving in back into the topic of introversion versus shutdown. This topic spurred a lot of listener interest in the first round, and I think you will like the second. My name is Justin Sanceri. Mercedes Corona and I are licensed marriage and family therapists, and your fellow mildly shut down, introverted, polyvagal nerds, helping you understand and apply the science of connection to daily life. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken. This per- I didn't write down uh, this person's name, unfortunately, but she says, as both an introvert and someone who has complex PTSD, this is something I have walked through, figuring out which part is introversion and which part is immobilization. Most of the research on introversion slash extroversion recognizes that it's about energy depletion more than liking people, social engagement, etc. The short way of saying it is that introverts tend to be drained by people and need time alone or with small groups of people to fill their tank back up, whereas extroverts need to be with people to fill their tank back up. To me, that feels very different than immobilization, but part of my own work has been learning to listen to the cues of my body and being able to differentiate between the feeling of drained versus shutdown. So I, I, I'm not sure what that, what that adds, because to, to me it kind of goes back to what we said in the, in the original mini episode, which is how do you, what's the mechanism of recognizing the difference though? I, I don't see that. Um, I, I would think that someone who's in more of a shutdown place would feel, uh, what does it say? It would feel energy depletion being around other people, right? Mm-hmm. So how is that different? I, I'm not sure. And I, I really, I wish she could have gone deeper into it, but I know it's probably not the avenue for it. But because uh, it sounds like she's an, identifies as an introvert, but also is recovering from complex PTSD. So I would trust her opinion on this, right? Mm-hmm. But what's the difference? What's the mechanism? Like, what? How do you know what the difference is? You know what I mean between introversion and being in a shutdown place? Yeah, I. I mean, I agree with you. I. I don't think this. I think the only thing this adds, and I. I'm having trouble saying it only because I don't. I don't want this person to feel minimized at all. I think what what no, no, this no. information adds from this. Um, listener is just more to the argument that we had already made, which was that introversion is, I don't want to say a form of shutdown, but introversion comes from a place of more being shut down. But no, it's really, are they the same thing on some level? Not that it comes from it. Yeah. Or is it the same thing? And we just have two different paradigms that we're looking at it through. And one paradigm says introvert, extrovert, ambivert, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The other paradigm says shut down, flight, fight, like the political right. paradigm versus the personality paradigm. Yeah. So we're talking about the same thing, yeah. but we're just calling it different things. And then from the mental health paradigm, we would call it depression maybe or some level of depression. See, I agreed with you up until that only because I don't think that an introvert, a person who is introverted or is or is actively in an introverted like state is automatically assumed to be also depressed no i agree i agree but so this so this just takes us back to the same to the same argument yeah (laughs) so we're still there yeah so but she i think this person's alluding to that there is some sort of way of differentiating but let me get me 
skip over here to a DM I got from Chelsea. Okay. Because I think this adds to what... There's a new wrinkle here, right? Okay. She says, I've identified as an extrovert for many years and realized that me being very socially active has been a coping mechanism. So it's more of a behavior. It has been more of a behavior for her. Avoiding so that the coping mechanism to avoid different difficult feelings, ones that would come up if I were alone. And what's interesting so far is that the behaviors of going out and being active and being around people, she's calling that, or she was calling that extroversion because it looks like Mm -hmm. it, but it comes from a place of shutdown or avoiding being in shutdown, right? As a a way to prevent being shut down. (laughs) <laughs> i don't know but do you know what i, I mean know. like i'm hearing flight only because it's like i'm running from like something else i'm trying to avoid something else oh okay yeah i see what you're saying yeah i agree okay and we don't know her but i, I see it just in general yeah okay i got you right so she has the so this per, a person who's in more of a flight place might use that energy up by going out and engaging with others but is that are they an introvert or an extrovert or is that just a way of coping like to me, that's just a behavioral, it's an adaptation, a coping, mm-hmm. uh, coping skill, right? And that's what she's saying. All right, so she goes on and says, so all that to say, I feel the conversation goes both ways. And I, I agree. I have, my pre- I have my preference of being with people because it made me more comfortable. But on the other hand, I also like high energy. So yes, and someone who is more sympathetically active is going to mm-hmm. seek out probably more high energy stuff. And she says, I like to read and study in a busy coffee shop versus a quiet library. Okay. So is that someone who is an extrovert or someone who's in a sympathetic state? It's the same thing, right? And that's that's the point yeah. she made is I think it goes both ways. And I, I agree. But again, it's just, it's, this seems like a paradigm thing. Polyvagal theory would say sympathetic. Personality studies, whatever it would, would say, uh, extrovert. Right. But at the same time, I think that someone can, if who probably lives in more of a shutdown place, like maybe they do cope by being overly active and finding things to do. I don't, so I don't know if that if that's a way of coping, or could someone do that who actually is in a sympathetic state? You know? Yeah. So I think it goes both ways. Is, is the point here? And mm-hmm. I, I, I like that she said that the behavior is more of a coping mechanism. But in my opinion, she could still be an introvert, even though she's very active. This person says, I have CPTSD. For me, shutdown feels like I can't function. That makes total sense, right? I'm also an introvert and that feels more draining. And that's kind of what the first person said, mm-hmm. right? Is that it's you feel drained from being around people. And I'm the same way. I, I, that's totally yeah. me. But couldn't someone who has a... I don't want to say a weaker bagel break, but ha- their social engagement system isn't super strong. Couldn't that be drained? And I, I have no idea I'm making this up, but it makes it would make sense that being around people a lot would drain you faster and send you maybe down the ladder quicker. But would that be something that is true across the board versus introvert versus extrovert thing? Like, is is that just a true fact for a mammal? I literally just made it up, so probably. Not. <laughs> okay, so I wanted so just brainstorming. <laughs> the thing that I was processing when after you read that one is 
I, I wonder if we could answer the question of mm. if you are an introvert, can you also be existing in your safe and social engagement state? Assuming that you're an introvert, but you can also, you know, make eye contact and give eye crinkles and use prosody. Yeah. But probably let's just say more one-on-one or with someone that you know. Right. But, but is that an introvert or is that someone who's in more of a shutdown place and they get to cue of safety from being alone with someone they trust? And so they come up and now they can socially engage. And I don't know. Hmm. I think, I feel like it's a paradigm thing. So we had a really good comment here. Just listen to Deb. That's Deb Dana. Of course. I'm, I'm assuming, otherwise I don't know who Deb is. <laughs> just listen to My Deb. My Deb. <laughs> say, <laughs> we'll just listen to Deb say we can be in dorsal and, and just going through the motions. This was me for years in a bad marriage, but still highly functioning. Yeah, that makes sense. So more of a shutdown place, mm-hmm. but the behavioral ad- adaptation could be just to go along to get along. That makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. But... Are they an introvert who is forcing themselves to like go through, go to like family functions and whatnot? Or is this someone who's in a shutdown? I'm not talking about this person in particular. Or someone who's in more of a shutdown place that's doing the same thing. And I don't know. And it's not a full shutdown. It's like, it would be like a partial, like a minor shutdown, I think. Would equal, could equal introversion. Yeah. We'll do one more comment. So this person says, isn't it a difference of sensory processing? Like introverts are more easily overstimulated, right? But so would someone who shut down mm-hmm. are more easily overstimulated due to their processing. You can be introverted and still safe and social. But again, to me, it's like it's like a, it's a paradigm thing where that this is describing someone who's in shutdown as well, right? That they would be very overstimulated by outside or even inside uh, cues, cues of danger or perceived cues of danger. You said that but would go for almost- someone who's also in safe and social. Is that what you said? No, no, that would be no. For someone who's in shutdown, okay. they're going to perceive lots of cues of danger. The world becomes very unsafe. Even like that's that's a major shutdown. But even in a minor shutdown, uh, being around people, I think in particular, and having to like talk with people is a cue of danger because you're not ready for it. And e- even in therapy, like one on one with with the teens that I meet with, it's very difficult for the ones that are in shutdown a shutdown place to make eye contact and to hold that. And it's, it's a danger cue. You could tell like when they try it out, it feels too dangerous and they pull away. But is that shutdown versus, it, 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 I mean, I agree. <clears throat> that's shutdown. It, it goes back to that, the paradigm. To me, that's clearly, yeah. Because is, is it shutdown versus introversion? Right. Yeah. Yeah, because someone else could easily see just the behaviors without the historical context and say, oh, that person's an introvert. Right. All right, hmm. so let's go to Jamie's email. Okay. Jamie has one major flaw in her email. I right? disagree. Well, it's the first sentence. It says, I found an article which collaborates Mercedes' point, which I agree with. So, right right off the bat. No, that's... Right off the bat. That shows her brilliance and her wisdom right off the bat. off the ladder. No. (laughs) I don't know where she's at. (laughs) Just for the record, guys, this is friendly banter. This will all be edited out of the final one. So, some people... (laughs) For the record. Why do you keep saying that when I'm the one who edits? I'm going to leave whatever I want in. (laughs) I'm going to leave all of this business in. (laughs) (laughs) okay so jamie goes on says some people prefer loud music and this is what you said in the episode but again how do you know that you prefer it 
what's the mechanism? What's happening inside of you that's telling you right. that you prefer it? Is it a pull toward that? Or is it a pull away from or a push or a pull away from something, you know? Mm-hmm. So you can't just say you prefer it. It's like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. How do you know? How do you know you prefer it? So some people prefer loud music, being the class clown and being the center of attention, while others prefer to stay in the background. And when I think when you say prefer, you're, you're, you're suggesting it's a choice. Like, ah, like, like this, like today I'll just wake up and say, I prefer to be more outgoing and I want to be around loud music. I just prefer, like I'm just choosing to. I don't know. Do you associate preference with choice? Yeah. Preference and choice. Yes. What I'm trying to get to is, is more fundamentally, is there actual choice in there or, or do I, I don't think so. Do I gravitate towards loud music because that's where my nervous system is at? That, that could easily be a sympathetic thing. Right. So is that you're sympathetically active and therefore you want to go to a loud concert or you're an extrovert and you want to be go to a loud concert? And be around people. Mm-hmm. Like what it's, again, it's like it's the same problem, right? Yeah. So this person further says, uh, the background people, people who know they never want to be a celebrity are introverts. And I think that like when you say introvert, extrovert, you're, you're saying that it's there from birth, right? It's not a choice. It's not a preference exactly. It's just, it's like a, more like an orientation. Like I, I am this way. I think people see it as a personality preference, <clears throat> but... I, I wonder if it's more of a nurture thing versus nature. And I don't know. You know, know. I, what I'm saying is I don't know that it's necessarily there since birth. I think it's something that happens to a child as, you know, maybe really young. I don't know, through infancy or toddlerhood. I, I think it's something that develops in a child. And maybe they have a, what's the word, like an inclination towards one direction or the other because of, right. I don't know, whatever genetic contributions pertain to this. But... Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a nurture than a nature thing. So no, I don't think it's a choice. I don't, I don't think I don't think we all start from a blank slate and then choose. Right. Uh, you know, each day or even in life, I'm gonna I'll be an extrovert for life. Like no one, that's not happening. It's not a choice. I don't think we can say it's a choice. Yeah. At all. So I wonder if if introversion is. And I'm not saying that someone's like in a complete shutdown where they're dissociating yeah. and. Like, it's not that at all, but maybe that shutdown stuff is a little bit, just like a tiny bit active day in, day out. And I don't know if that's from birth. I don't know if it's from nurturance. I have no idea. But that's kind of what I'm saying. That's what I'm pondering is maybe it's just a little bit more active and and therefore makes you depleted when you're around other people, especially new people and new situations. Like, all these things are, are danger cues. And so that that shutdown, that little piece of shutdown, gets more activated. And this is really speaking kind of metaphorically. Cause I can't. I have no idea. I can't measure this stuff. I I'm still struggling with, and I I can't put a name to it, but I'm still struggling with the idea that I don't know because I remember the discussion last time and and what got um, published as a mini episode. You you swung me to what you were saying as far as extroversion and introversion is uh, like different states on a ladder. But what I'm struggling with mm-hmm. is that I know, so I, I only know my own experience, obviously. And so for me, I identify as an introvert because I prefer either a small group of people or one-on-one or no people at all. But I, I feel there are definitely times that, I don't know, I'm struggling to put into words what I'm thinking. You, but you don't, 
you, you said you identify as an introvert. Yeah. But you don't appear that look on the outside looking in, you don't look that way at all. Now that I've gotten to know you better, I can see what you're saying. But like originally, no, not at all. Like I would never have guessed that. But I don't know that there's, I don't want to get too far into an argument about like me personally. I, like I don't care if that's no, no, what no. we do, but like around it, like in big groups, I don't like it. I think um, in the professional setting, which is how you and I got to know each other first, in the professional setting, I feel like that's easier for me to navigate as an introvert because there's kind of um, a script and rules that I can follow. Oh, man, I still struggle Why with that. Why are you shaking your head? Oh. Because <laughs> I still struggle with that. I suck at that. And the only, I think the only difference between you and me is that I'm open about it. I tell people I don't want to go to the potluck. I'm not going to go to the potluck. <laughs> I know. It's true I'm tired because, of I, birth cards. because I don't want to either, but I'll go because I don't want to be rude or you know whatever thing. Like I, uh, no, it's just an, it's just a no for me. Yeah, at this point, yeah, I've missed. Uh, what was it? Someone got married recently. I, I didn't show up. I know. And I told her like, look, you know me. It's not going to happen. Yeah, but still though, I like I see myself as an introvert and and I don't want to be around a big group. I, what am I trying to say? You know me more in the professional world, right? And so in the professional world, there's clinical things to talk about and mental health and blah, blah, blah. And I'm advocating for my client. So that, that always feels like something I can do because I've been professionally trained. But when you take that out of the equation, when you put me into a social situation, I am super awkward. I don't know what to say. I, I've just given up on trying to make small talk. I, I, I don't know what to do. And then you throw me into a room of people and I just like, I sit in the corner because I don't want to deal with it. So see, like I'm saying it out loud and now I hear that it's shut down. So, But is it? So at this point, okay, so maybe that's what you're interpreting, but is it? It doesn't feel like it is always, I, you know, I guess, is what I was trying to say. But look, 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 look. You, you mentioned different contexts mm-hmm. and the contexts matter because in some of those contexts, you'll pick up like talking to me one-on-one, you don't neurocept. Danger, right? Mm-hmm. Not a problem. Going to work and being a part of a meeting where everyone has a role, you may not neurocept danger and you might be able to function and play the role. Right. Going to a potluck, I don't know, this is more me, but going to a potluck for me is like danger everywhere. And I I neurocept danger, right? And that brings me down and I want to like hide and get the, maybe it's more flight, but I think it's more of a shutdown thing where I want to hide. Not, run, not like run away, but like I just want to be away from people and recharge. So is that because I'm an introvert or is that because, or is the paradigm would be from polyvagal theory that I'm neurocepting, I'm picking up on danger cues, which activates my more shutdown place. Mm-hmm. And so I go be by myself for a while. They both look the same. Like, is that shutdown or is that introversion? Is that a little bit of shutdown or introversion, you know? And maybe it's the same thing. Like it just brings us back to, like, I'm, I feel like we're right back to it. I think so. But every time I try and argue my way through it or like reason my way through it, I I get back to the same thing, which is your argument. And again, that's, it's just, it's a, it's the paradigm. It's the difference in paradigms, but it's, it's one paradigm versus another, but it's basically the same state of being. Uh, That's really kind of where I'm at. And the only thing that sways me more toward the polyvagal paradigm of it is my whole life, I've, I would have called myself an introvert, and I guess I still would. But the more work I do on myself, the less I'm in like a shutdown, activated place, the less introverted I am. I, I have more yeah. confidence. I'm less drained around people. It's still there, but there's a shift there. 
Yeah. I'm more social than I have been in the past. Yeah. And I know that has a lot to do with me being in less of a shutdown place and me doing my own work myself. So that's why for me, it's, I, I lean more in that direction. Someone asked, uh, actually, there's a really interesting comment. She says, that's interesting. Or this person says, that's interesting. I was always depressed growing up. So I wonder if that is where my introversion came from. That makes sense. So are you an introvert? Because maybe you have more, not this person, but just this person. But like, it looks like introversion on the outside looking in without the context. But now that we have the context, is it more of a shutdown place? the suppression of like being kept down, like the personality being kept down and stuff. It looks yeah. like inversion, but, but that person or, or anyone in that situation could easily be more of what we call an extrovert and crave people being around people. So I don't think we made any progress. I hate to say it that way though, only because what if the progress is that we've come to a conclusion, which is that it, it's Here's, the paradigm. I'll, I'll add this. I, I, th- I think it's more of, polyvagal so there's still a mechanism of action for someone who is more introverted you're like what's what's the system that being like you know the polyvagal stuff is always there yeah it's not like it, it's not like it gets put on pause and then the introversion stuff gets kicked on as some sort of separate system it, ha- it always has to do with polyvagal theory it always has to do with the vagus yeah and cues of danger like everything we do in life has to do with that so it's not like it just pauses Right. And then the introversion and then like the introversion genes kick on separately. <laughs> I just think the introversion extroversion argument is older because the science behind polyvagal theory is so relatively new. And I mean it's what, 20 going on 30 years, but still compared to some other stuff it's it's relatively new. So I think the conversation of introversion extroversion is older than the conversation of polyvagal theory. But you're right, polyvagal yeah. theory exists in the background at all times. It's our it's our or mammals. You know, it's always there. Functioning system back there. I think that with the introversion extroversion paradigm, that's as far as it goes. They they're labels. There's no underlying mechanics. They they're labels and they're we call them preferences or maybe say people are born this way or that way, but that's as far as it goes. And polyvagal theory gives a deeper explanation into the body and biology and you know it's a much deeper explanation for probably the same phenomenon mm-hmm. so maybe polyvagal theory can act as the explanation for the categories of introversion and extroversion yeah that's where i'm at too which means that someone may not be simply born introvert or extrovert mm-hmm. and that that could change over time based on their polyvagal state yeah. And that's what I found for myself. Yeah. I definitely feel like I'm more extroverted than I was as a kid and as a young adult, too, for a lot of different reasons. But I don't know. I'm just saying the same mm-hmm. thing you're saying. I agree. I think it's I think it's the the differences in the paradigms, but it really is the same thing. Well, polyvagal theory might just be the science that underlies the categories of the labels of introversion yeah. and extroversion, just like it's the science that underlies the you know, mental health diagnoses as well. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we got some more clarity there. I'm sure people have thoughts on this. We welcome them, especially audio clips. We love audio clips. Yes. I'm going to let uh, Jennifer from Vancouver have the final word here in this audio clip. 
Hey, Mercedes and Justin. I was thinking about uh, introversion versus shutting down, and the first thing that came to my mind was the felt sense too. So for me, when I feel like I'm in shutdown mode, I feel heavy, I feel disconnected, I feel my thoughts are all over the place, and I feel like I'm walking through water. It feels like that kind of heavy. And introversion feels more like I'm still present, I'm still connected, and I still find peace while being around other people, knowing that at some point during that day, I'm going to need some time to just enjoy a cup of tea or just watch a TV show by myself or just read a book. But it, it doesn't have that same heavy feeling that shutdown has for me. Jennifer, thank you so much for sending that in. I really appreciate it. I love audio clips. So thank you for sending that in. And Polyvagal patrons, let me know what you thought of this episode and the members episode in the Patreon comments. And dear listener, if you'd like to share your thoughts, become a patron. Only five bucks a month for hours and hours of more audio content. Plus, there's a few extra perks, including I will send you a personalized welcome video. I will stop whatever I'm doing and send you that video when I see that you've become a $5 patron. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope this episode has helped you to learn a bit more about yourself or just got you thinking.